Welcome to Better Is Better Podcast. The show that has conversations we would not typically have on our own to learn how to be a little bit better in every area of life. My name is Jennifer. And I'm Ava. This platform is our active effort to acknowledge not only our white privilege, but also our able-bodied and able-minded privilege. And to learn how to do better. Hey, girlfriend. All right. All right. All right. All right. We're here. We are here. Full Freshly... Go ahead. I was going to say Jen had a mad dash to get here where she is right now. I did. I did. But this is very important to me. So it is. It is. needed to make it work. Um, I appreciate it. We are freshly returned from Hawaii. Yeah. Which I think is so important to note. And I think in the future, we'll do an episode on our travels there. Yes. Oh, like definitely. Talk about that. Um, definitely. Yeah. But today we're talking about what, Ava? Today we are talking about Brahmacharya. Oh, boy. Yes. And so um, it has many different translations. Um, it is sometimes believed to be the to be abstinence in terms of sexual abstinence. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is and in, in some ways, yes, but what it's real more kind of translation to, by the way, this is the fifth of the yamas. So we have one more after this that we will be doing probably next week. Um, this is more of like kind of preserving your life force and your energy. One of my favorite things to do. Yeah, <laughs> which it brings it reminds me of the conversation that we had when we were in Hawaii talking about introverts and extroverts and how yes. people like give and receive energy and how humans can either zap you or charge you. Totally. Um, where I am definitely drained by people that don't have, you know, great yeah. energy but also spending a lot of time with people. So I recharge by myself. So I feel like that practice of conserving your time and energy is like right up my alley for like how I try to structure all my days with. Yeah, exactly. Being a great example. (laughs) I try. Yeah, exactly. I know. I know you do. But let me tell you, COVID-19 is trying to sneak its way into my plans because I had to get for those listening I had to get tested for work and it's a whole ordeal you have to do it every week and yeah but we are here we are here yes so um by the way the cup that she's drinking out of says comments have been disabled so oh my gosh it's my favorite mug mug the best because I Um, disable my comments which is another way to conserve energy because I don't care what people have to say. I commented on her thing the other day. Well, I messaged her because it wouldn't let me comment. I was like, why did you turn off comments for this? She was like, because I don't want to hear anybody's opinions. And I don't want to hear people be like, oh, my God, what an amazing trip. Like, I don't care. And because I see people comment like, 
oh my God, how amazing and not amazing things. So I'm like, I don't trust your comments. <laughs> you know? Totally. No, like fire emojis funny. on something that's not cute. So I'm like, never do I want to get a fire emoji on mine because that's not boosting my ego at all. Well, what if you get a fire emoji from Lucas? Then you know it's legit. Then I've made it. <laughs> <laughs> he once commented on one of my pictures with a knife and it said, she is a sliced God. and diced forest angel with a knife. Wow. And I was like, I've made it. This is it. This I can, can get happy. He can send me a DM that I'll accept. And I, I, I graciously will, you know, accept that with open arms. So that is a way that I seal off things I don't want to hear or mm -hmm. see. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, it goes for it goes for relationships and people in general, but it it does apply to relationships and people in the sense that, like, if you're leaking your life force out mm. just wherever and to whomever there's mm. that's then you're not then it's not full. Right. So it's like being very specific. We all know those people. We've probably been in them who are in a toxic relationship or there's mm -hmm. like right there's a this person keeps taking from them and it keeps draining from them and it wears on them and they lose a piece of themselves or other pieces of themselves uh, yeah. get put in the back you know on the back burner or in the shadows in in service of this toxic relationship when they so like, like become that other person right right or be the, it that becomes their priority to the point where they start like, you know, not prioritizing themselves, right? Or like aspects of themselves. Um, or they they lose some of their own passions or they take on, yeah, you know, that person's whole identity, or they become mm -hmm. attached to the identity of being with somebody. We also know people like that, right? Of like oh, yeah. their entire existence revolves around not just being that person, but being with somebody. Yeah. Right? Being and defined so they, by a relationship. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And like so being in a relationship to be in a relationship. Right. You know? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. So One all of, the of those things, things that rile me up. <laughs> People like that. I'm like, dude, be single for like five whole minutes. <laughs> and then jump back in. minutes, 59 seconds, five whole minutes. Literally like breathe for a second before you download the app again. I'm on one today. I know you are. I love it. I'm here fired. For it. This up. is my favorite child. My favorite <laughs> Jay Niff. Jay Niff. She's here. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, Wait, I want to, I want to ask you something. I want to, yeah. um, because I'm interested in like, we know like what this kind of, what, like you gave the overall explanation of what this means and like in terms of yoga, what does that look like in modern day? for mm -hmm. people that practice, you know, in India and then people that practice here in the States. Like, I'd love to see how that's applied in 2021 or hear about it, I guess I should say. So sometimes it is celibacy or abstinence, but I don't, it's not that I don't think that's relevant, but I don't think that that's where it should end. The conversation should end. You know, I think that okay. there is a time and place for that to be relevant, or I think it's again, more practicing like, um, yeah, who are you giving your energy to, right? And and part of the idea is that eventually you can become 
without being in an obsessive way, being kind of faithful and committed in a monogamous relationship when mm. you have that person. I'm not saying that yoga is saying people need to be monogamous necessarily. That's not it. But if there's this constant, like I said, giving of energy away to so many different people and that can look like different things, then that can that can wear on your, it can, get, it can take away your life force without replenishing it. So that's one way, but it's also moving away from the external um, and and in towards the self. So external material things, moving away from material things, which we're going to talk about non-attachment next time, but mm-hmm. um, away from that kind of outside noise and chatter. So even if it's like, okay, you're spending time with yourself, but you're like still obsessing about the outside world and the outside noise, and that kind of defeats the point as opposed to spending time to get really quiet and to return that peace back, back to I yourself. see. Does that make would sense? Would you, yeah. Would you say that... Um it's kind of similar to like abstaining from things like in Catholicism, like for example, like during Lent when people give something up and like try to refrain from is, do you think like, is there any connection to that? Or you think that's totally different? It's a little bit, a little bit. Um, but it's more like a sustainable way of living. So it's a short term. Like, right, exactly. But it Got does it. have, speaking of that, it does have Brahma is in the word and Brahma refers to like a God and, and not God in the sense of an, a Catholic God, like the one God, but, you know, Brahma is kind of the ultimate God and the idea of a deity, right? So in, in Hinduism, there's a lot okay. of different deities, different, and you know, I talk about Ganesha and all this. <laughs> Hanuman and all the different gods, mm-hmm. goddesses, Lakshmi, you know, all the things. So in in that sense, it's like there's this kind of righteousness in that way where I think that there is a similar thing, but it isn't like a, a sacrifice that you're temporarily doing. It's like a supposed to be a kind of a long-term sustained way of living, right? Where you're, you're okay. moving through space with the right use of energy. Right. Like this is a system for the long haul, not just a like, yes. let's practice our impulses or like, exactly, you know, okay. exactly. Cause that's more, you know, that that's, that's something else. It's more like, yeah, how can we live a life where we are using the right energy and refraining from things that drain our life force so that we can sustain, which, and again, in our modern day world, that looks like so many other things that looks like, how do you detach from technology? How do you Ugh, take time away? Right. Like me. you said from exactly. <laughs> right. But like, that's a really draining thing. So it's things that like, that's maybe not the right use of energy. So I think mm. that that's more relevant today than necessarily talking about celibacy, maybe for some people. Okay. But for a lot of people, there's a lot of other things that are taking our energy in a greater way, you know, Got especially it. this past year. I want to hear how you practice that. Like how, what are the practices that you have in place in your life so that like you don't drain your life force and like to protect you? Um, well, I have two scheduled half days. And so those are my days to like, I do my private Pilates and aerial, um, and I do oh. my movement practices and all of that. I also, you know, I really like to spend time with quality people. Like for mm-hmm. me, that does, um, give me energy, the right people, not everybody, but it's not a few select people. Um, and so having time, if I don't have time with my partner at the end of the day, just to kind of relax, then I feel like 
anxious going to bed. Like I feel like, you know, I haven't had that time to decompress and it's been hard recently because I have my work carries over into the evening. A lot of the. Yeah. Like when do you finish your work day? Oh, my God. Like usually just every day. So then when do you spend time? So Mondays, I'm done teaching at 7.30. Tuesdays, usually 6.45. Wednesdays, 8.15. Thursdays, I'm done earlier because I take the half day. Fridays, it's 5.20. Saturdays, half day. Sundays, I'm done at 6.15 usually. So um, like Wednesdays are super late. And so I know that. And like I know ahead of time, you know, and I know what days I have to get up earlier. Yeah, Um, you're mentally prepared for that. Right. I'm mentally prepared and I back into it of like how much sleep, because that's a big thing for me is making sure that I get enough sleep, then it re- more properly refuels exactly. me and sets me up. Yeah. 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 And that's been a big shift for me. And it's still not as so like how much, how much time like do you spend at the end of the day before you go to bed? Because I know for me, like I have to be in bed like at a certain time or I'm, you know, yeah. not my best. So like when you finish at 8.15, like when you're spending an hour or so, is that enough for you? Like personally? I mean, it's, it, it typically no, but I have to that day. It's just kind of is what it is because I have to cook and eat. So that yeah. usually happens after. Um, so that's so like hour, your crazy day. Right. And then another hour after to kind of, you know, so then it's like 1030 by the time that I'm in bed Got it. that time. So, yeah. So that's I, I try to have at least that one hour, but on other days, I prefer for it to be more. Um, when I can. Yeah. I've so always wondered what Ava does at the end of the day, because I oh, you should like see you, me on my and then I feel like you work until 11 p.m. and yeah. then you go to sleep. And then like, I'm like, when do you sit down? Yeah. And I wait, I've been waking up pretty early too. So yeah, I usually spend a good amount of time on the computer after Wednesday's not as much because it is a later day. So yeah, once that 815 is over, I'm like, okay, I got to eat and <laughs> get to bed. Um, but most other days there's, there's a sometimes 30 minutes, sometimes it can be up to two hours of, of back end work. It just, it depends. I also recently had my small group series. So that was like mm. so much more extra content and yeah. yeah, I've been filming up a storm. So it's been like a, it's been a busier tech, you know, month or so, month or two. Um, but there are sometimes more lulls. So, but the really blessing varies. is that you are in control of your yeah. schedule, which is so amazing. Yeah. And I recently, so you can like, strategically stack. Exactly. And the guy of a client who's in Australia and I recently told her, I was like, I can't do past 8 p.m. Like I just yeah. can't. like 8, 8, 15 is the latest that I will work um, because it's just, it's just too late, you know, and, and it used to be the case where I would teach in the studio until nine and then have right. a private after till 945. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> so, you know, I don't I don't need to. And I'm grateful. But yeah, when I laid it down, like I already work sometimes from 7 a.m. to 8.30 p.m., you know? And it's not saying I don't have breaks. I have breaks. But still, for me to be having that time to decompress and eat my food and then get to sleep and have to get up again, I mean, that's it's barely enough time. So, you know. I had this moment today where I was working and I had my little snack size bag of pretzels and I was just like shoveling them into my mouth. And then like I reached in and there were no more and it was gone. And I'm like, I did not even cognitively like realize that I was eating 
like that whole time. And I'm like, whoa, I need to stop. That is not good. Yeah. Like I cannot be that like zoned in to work that I'm not taking yeah. a second for myself. And I was like, okay, we are going to close the computer and have a moment to like chew your food and stare exactly. at the wall. Yeah. So that's a that big was a moment me. for me. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, that that's not okay. We're not doing that. Yeah. I, I, that's a big boundary for me. I do not have technology when I eat, um, around and I, and Jay and I've gotten like, when I'm like, we don't, we don't bring our phones to the table, you know, like, I, mm-hmm. and if there ever is, or if there's a TV on, I'm like, turn it off. You know, if there's a game on or something like that's just a, an absolutely big, a big one for me. Um, yeah. Pretty. I think boundary. that's it's, a good one. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good a one to like for your mind, for your body. That's a good little. Yeah hack. It was harder for me before the Panera because I had, um, I was, I was always eating on the go in the car and I was, I've been doing that on the way to work. Yeah. And you know, I, I get why it's not ideal, but also it was the only time that I had, you know, is my commute. Like it really was for me to realistically get I still wasn't getting enough food, but like, you know, attempting to, I had to eat in the car. And I remember being in a training and I had to drive. I would teach it in downtown LA at like 6.30 AM, two classes in a private, then come to Beverly Hills for 10.30. And I would eat like a snack in the car. I remember coming in and I was like a few minutes late because I was rushing with traffic and my teacher was whispering whatever was going on. And she was like, smelled, and she was like, is that peanut butter? And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my God, Vasu would be so upset. Like our Ayurvedic specialist who came in to like, you know, doctor who came in to talk to us was one of her friends. And he was like, do not eat when you drive. And so I was like, oh, and she crushed that. It was so funny. I was like, he would be so mad at me. I'm sorry. Like, I have to eat is my only chance. But what did they say about that? I want to hear it. So it's it, it, because you're not focused on eating. So right. When you're eating, whatever you're feeling and you're focusing on is what you're eating. Like you're taking that in. So if you're angry when you eat, like you're taking in the anger. Or if you're stressed, then you're taking in the stress. If you're anxious, like all of those things, if you're sad. So weird. Yeah. So if you're driving, your body's in fight or flight and focused on that. Your body isn't really focused on eating. And then you're only taking in. It's like just so bad. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. Like you need to be present when you're eating. Do not eat in the car. But again, for me, I was like, I don't really have a choice. Now it's different. Sometimes you have to whip out the emergency barucas in the car. Exactly. Exactly. Like always have emergency food in the car. So I'm I'm fine with that. But, it, you know, you have to do what you have to do. But I, I aim not to these days. In an ideal world, we wouldn't, but yeah, sometimes I just struggle in the morning, yeah. you know, then you're running yeah. out the door exactly. and then you inhale the boiled egg. <laughs> it's not ideal. I'm going to challenge myself tomorrow. I'm going to eat breakfast before. inside. Yeah. Before. Wow. Which well, is text two, me goes. two hard boiled eggs. That's it. Okay. Get some carbs or fruit in there, girl. Girl, I know. I got my big giant salads that I bring for lunch. Like a banana, a banana or an apple or some berries or something. Yeah, I probably should, to be honest. Yeah. Actually, have a nutrition consult this week. Actually, maybe it's next week. I don't know. But I'm like, we need to figure this out because I need to be doing better. You know, more food. Yes. More food. I know. I That's know. More food every time. So people ask me what I need to say a lot. 
<laughs> anyone knows me, they Amazing. know this is true. <laughs> so wrapping up, what is this thing called again? Brahmacharya. Brahmacharya. Right and use of energy, conservation of energy. You a know? better, one way to be better is to strategically set up your day mm-hmm. and your environment mm-hmm. to not drain you. Exactly. And not that's the you. word. And X nay, the things that are draining your energy, get rid of them. Mm. Cancel. You know? Cancel them. Canceled. That's Jen's word of the year. It is my word of the year. I love it. In a sarcastic way, that is. All right, my friends, clear out that space. Cancel the people and the things. Bye. Bye. Original music by Dave Zupp.